Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2009's Moon, starring Sam Rockwell, directed by Duncan Jones. We're also diving into film history and discussing the 1902 film, A Trip to the Moon. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a whole moon-filled episode. Yes. Uh, But first, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I unfortunately can't remember the name of the director, but I, I watched a movie called The Guest uh, from 2013, I believe. Is that Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> no, it's not Ashton Kutcher, thank God. <laughs> it's uh, uh, The star of this movie is Dan Stevens. He was in okay. Downton Abbey, um, and he was a very, very different character in this movie than he was in Downton Abbey. Okay. Uh, he is a, uh, a, like a super soldier. Um, one of those secret super Very soldiers different. from the movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, unless Downton has some I kind mean, of secret thing I know. going on. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't you can't look at this movie and watch Dan Stevens and, and when you think about Downton Abbey, it's just like it's so jarring. There's there's another wing to the. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that's, that's where the super soldiers go. That's right. <laughs> But uh, but he's he's a like yeah he, he's like a highly you know like highly trained and and you know very skilled and everything but but it was part of some secret government project that went wrong okay so he's also really messed up and really evil um, and kind of indestructible and um, it's it's a horror movie really oh it's, cool because it, it, like the 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 daughter that he um he, he goes to uh, to his buddy's house who was killed in battle and is like because he like. Pr- you told it, promised him, "Hey, I'll go visit your family and stuff like that. Look in on them." And so they take him in, and uh, he doesn't give like all he says is that I was in Iraq with your son. That he doesn't say uh, I'm also this, uh, you know, right, right, uh, right. But um, yeah, it's 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 a really good movie, and it's really in it's 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 scary in places and also really hilarious in places. It's yeah. it was totally not what I was expecting, and uh, who who the uh, Dan Stevens? You know, awesome. I mean, he's so good in this, and it's the dude from Downton Abbey. Adam Wingard, director. Adam Wingard. Adam Wingard. Okay. Gotta okay. give him some props. Absolutely. All yes. right. There's a recommendation from Dave. Uh-huh. I watched a movie called Box of Moonlight. Oh. And uh, I thought it was quite good. Um, it stars John Turturro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's having... Basically, this movie's about him having a midlife crisis, and then there's, you know, an unexpected friendship kind of in the movie. Yeah. And uh, Sam Rockwell is in this movie. Wow, okay. So we're doing Sam Rockwell today, and he was in this movie. Wow. He's second build on the uh, title card there uh-huh. in the movie, and he's the second biggest actor in the movie. He yeah. has the most dialogue and right. vital role. They become friends, and you know he couldn't. He's the antithesis of John Turturro's character, okay. you know, and right. th- uh, you know, and kind of figure things out. You know, it's kind yeah. of a typical story. Yeah, but it was very well done, and I, for some reason, I'm like really drawn towards this movie. Like, okay. I, I feel like I need to watch this over and over again for some reason. Jeez. And it's, I mean, it's not the best movie, but uh-huh. for some reason, I want to watch this over and over again. Oh, that's happened to me a bunch of times, it's, yeah. Uh, it's very good. Mm-hmm. But I really want to bring this up because <clears throat> Sam Rockwell is the second main character in this movie, and he's his name's not even on the DVD box cover. <sighs> Dermot Mulroney is, <laughs> has his mug on the cover <sighs> and a credit on the cover of the DVD. So and he's in it for like 13 seconds. Holy crap. It pisses me off. This brings me back to that underrated thing yeah, I mentioned course. about yeah, Sam. Yeah, like, I know. Of course, this is earlier in his career. It's from like 97. Okay. Uh, but man, it just pissed me off so much. I had to bring it up. Well, I mean, th- th- there are I mean, there are times when like an actor just is uncredited. I yeah. mean, it's, it's ha- I mean, it, it does happen. I mean, uh, like Gary Oldman's not credited in Hannibal. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I, but that's usually like a, a, a specifically that the choice of the actor. Right. So I don't think Sam Rockwell was saying, oh, don't give me a credit in this movie. Well, no, it's not. He's credited in the film, but the DVD oh. doesn't have oh. his name on it. Oh, or, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, okay forgive, yeah. God, it, it really yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. Anyways, but it's a good movie. Okay. I would recommend it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into our discussion here. This is about the 1902 film. A Trip to the Moon. Mm -hmm. It's a French, uh, you know, silent film uh, directed by George Malaise, mm -hmm. I believe. I part of my it. French. Yep, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a very good little short film. And they have it on Netflix now. Yeah. And um, here's some cool things that you can find out about this movie if you look it up. It's often considered like the first sci-fi film ever made. Mm -hmm. um, the first film to ever use special effects. Like screen dissolves and yeah. fades and things like that. Right. And it was actually like the prints of the film were hand colored, like painted by hand to bring color to the film. That's so amazing. It is awesome. Yeah. And uh, when you watch it, you can just see the colors, right. you know, kind of moving a little. They're dancing. They're yeah. dancing around yeah. like the clothing because, yeah. you know, it's each frame is painted right. by hand. Right. Which is such a cool little thing. I know. And it's on Netflix now. There's two versions the black and white version. And a, a color version. Yeah. With two different scores and things like that. Uh-huh. But people might know this film because of the famous shot of, uh, like, a bullet getting shot into the moon's eye. Yeah, I was about to bring that yeah. up. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the whole thing about it. And I think that was in, like, the Smashing Pumpkins video oh, and yeah. all that yeah. crap. Yeah, you know? yeah. you've seen it a million times uh -huh. everywhere. Like, that that, that, that smiling moon with, with the, the thing in its face. Uh, it's, it's very famous. Yeah. Now, Dave, what did you think of this movie, actually? It's about 14 <sighs> minutes long, by the way. Yeah. I didn't mention that. Well, uh, I I told Scott off the air. I I just watched it before we started the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, here, I, I don't know what I thought of it exactly. I I probably um, I mean I, I I wasn't expecting to be blown away by a uh, you know by by the movie. I mean right. it was like fifteen minutes long. Yeah. It's it's a pretty quick story. Uh, but but they they managed to get everything in. It's it's a it's a, it's three acts long. Um and. I, I guess I guess really what I what I was thinking like every time I saw 1902 in France um, around that time artists were uh, experimenting with absinthe quite a bit yeah. um, and you can definitely tell you know <laughs> watching this movie um, like like what, what what their deal was I mean uh, there are elements of psychedelia in this in this movie. Yeah, uh, definitely. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, even even today when you watch it, I mean, like, actually, my fiance walked into the room when I was watching it and said, what? And it was and she said, yeah. what are you watching? And I because all she heard was the music from out in the, you know, which is yeah. a weird score. And this has a contemporary. Uh, it does. Yeah. Um, score to it. It's by a band called Air. They're called Air. Right. Yeah. Which is a psychedelic type rock music. Yeah. Um, I think that's from this version that came out in like 2010. Yeah, maybe? it was the restored version. Yeah. Right. And what's interesting, the the colored version was like lost to history yes. until 1993. Yes, and they couldn't even get it fully restored until mm -hmm. you know 2010. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, like, like when you think about like um, how 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 much of an effort that is when when a film has been lost like that. Um, it if you have a nitrate print from 1902 that's just been sitting in a in a in a an archive yeah. for almost a hundred years. Uh, and I mean, like it, it might just turn to dust in your hands if you picked it up. So, yeah. so how could they even have, have even tried to attempt to restore this thing? It's a pretty incredible job. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think the, the reason I kind of wanted to do it is cause it's this like piece of film history Oh yeah, and it's 
fun to talk about that from time to time. Totally, right. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, I would recommend people go see it just because it's really short. It's on oh, Netflix. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. right there. Why not? Right. 15 minutes, right. you know, and get a little history in your life. Totally. And and I mean, like, you'll even really enjoy it just on a movie level, too, yeah. of, of like, okay, I mean, because there's like hostile aliens in it. Um, yeah. And, and there's, uh, you know, like, there's the scene where he bashes it with his umbrella. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, poof, smoke. <laughs> just, like, that is right. so cool. I know. You know? A, a little you think, moon, yeah. 1902? I know. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's really cool. Little yeah. moon men come out and, and the guy just like vanquishes him with his you know with his umbrella and like the avengers yeah. you know? <laughs> and, uh, and then you know i think he, he doesn't he kill the queen at one point like so. he just picks it up picks her up and like slams her on the ground and it goes up poof, poof yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> i don't know they destroy the men in the moon yeah <laughs> yeah awesome right? it's really cool and i believe this is based on some like hg wells stories um, oh it is jules okay. verne i okay. believe okay. so there you go okay yeah fun little movie yeah definitely uh so Let's keep the moon going here. Mm-hmm. So right. we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about 2009's moon. Welcome back to Dudes on Movies. It is time to discuss 2009's Moon, starring Sam Rockwell, directed by Duncan Jones. Mm-hmm. Dave, why don't you give a synopsis? Okay. Well, uh, it's it's in the near future, and, uh, you know, Earth um, is now being energized by a different form of uh, energy called Helium-3, um, and it's harvested on the dark side of the moon by a company called Lunar Industries, and they have always... Uh, an astronaut slash, uh, you know, technician slash scientist stationed up there at all times, you know, like making sure the harvesters are all in right. working order. And uh, at some point, you know, during his uh, three-year <clears throat> contract, Sam Rockwell's character, his name's Sam, uh, he has an accident and then he makes a really disturbing discovery, uh, you know, through the help of his uh, sentient robot uh, companion right. uh, named Gertie. Gertie. Um, and, uh, that's when the story really kind of gets into all of its ideas. Right. And that's Kevin Spacey playing Gertie, by the way, which is pretty neat. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. By the way, 
as usual, we will have a lot of spoilers on our right. show. Right. But this movie really hinges on the unexpected discovery, mm-hmm. and we will be talking about it. So right. if you want to watch this movie unspoiled, you should do it before you listen to this episode. Yes. And uh, I recommend that's the way you should watch this movie. Absolutely. Do not listen to us first because you, you won't enjoy the movie as much. And and like this is the we like like Scott said, we always spoil everything, but in this case, it's real. Like, make sure spoilers are abounding, and the whole movie contingents on spoilers. So yeah, yeah. Turn it off now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have been warned. Right. All right. So yeah, like you said, you, you good job on that synopsis, dude. Thank really you. Really good. Yeah. You should write <laughs> synopsis. That could be something, right? Sure. Right. That's another gig. Uh, but yeah. So Sam Rockwell's there. He's you. You have a three-year contract yes. basically, and he's nearing the end of his three weeks. I think he has about two weeks left. Yeah. Three years. Two weeks left, and um. You can see he's starting to get a little stir crazy and all this stuff, oh, yeah. and you see a video coming in from his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, it seems like they had some kind of problems, and he left, and uh, he's right. kind of worked through them a little, and they, yep. they're gonna, he's going to get back with her and all this awesome stuff, you know? Yeah. So you're like, yeah, this guy's going back to his life. Um, he goes out and checks on one of the, the miners or whatever. There's these big machines right. that big harvest. Vehicles, yeah, yeah. the Helium-3, mm-hmm. which is really cool, actually. I thought this... Like, technology, like, this was really, like, a cool, like, concept that they put into this movie. These, like, big harvesters that just roam the surface of the moon. Yeah, they're just kind of spew the, the rocks right. up. Yeah. And, yeah, that was really neat. It I know. It was a cool idea. And uh, he gets injured. And Gertie, I guess, um, you he wakes up in, yeah. you know, <laughs> in the base. You yep. don't know how he got back or anything right. like that. He's having trouble walking. His eyes hurt, you yes. know. Eventually, he's wondering how he got back, and he he doesn't know. And I think he hears Gertie speaking to the company yeah. live, and they're supposed to have, like, some kind of huge delay. It's been established early on that, that like, he that, that Sam can't communicate with, with like, the company uh, or his family, like, when it's not a recorded message. Yeah. And then when he, like, when you said, when he comes out of the infirmary and he's stumbling around, uh, he sees Gertie communicating live with the company. Right. And then Gertie realizes he's there and cuts yes. it off and then plays, you know, dumb. Yes. He's like, oh, what? I don't know what you're talking about, right. Sam. Right. Sam realizes something's up here. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't remember how he got back. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he tricks Gertie into letting <laughs> him leave to go. Right. To go outside and check for like a micro asteroid or something. Yeah. <laughs> he, he like cuts some cord and like smoke comes out and right. he's like, oh my God, it must have yep, been a, exactly. yep. a micro asteroid. Yep, I don't know. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so Gertie lets him go because Gertie actually is quite an okay computer in this movie. Yeah. You know? We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And um, they could have went in a lot of directions with this yep. character and yep. I think they did a really good job with mm-hmm. it. So he leaves to go find the rover he was in, right. and he winds up finding his body. This is the spoiler part. <laughs> <laughs> and he brings the body back, and they, Gertie is like, oh shit, uh-huh. but still helps him with the body and heals him up, whatever. And turns out there's clones. Yeah. Once, uh, I, apparently, once one of them's contract is up, the other clone comes and Correct. takes over. Right. So, uh, and just starts over. Complete three years. Cycle over and over again. Yeah. And uh, that that's the whole thing here in this movie. <laughs> Why? How? Right. You know? Is this real or not? Uh-huh. What's going on? Right. Right. Yeah. And eventually, uh, you find out it is clones. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see the clones and all this stuff. Yeah. It's good. 
But um, I had one issue with this. The new clone, Sam Rockwell, uh-huh. who found his body, yeah. apparently knows he's a clone fairly quickly. Like, right off the bat. It seems like yeah. he just comes out, dude, we're clones. I know. He does. Right away. How does he, he How does he know this? Like, I have no idea why he would know this information unless he's making some kind of, like, logical assumption. Which he could be because he's a smart dude. Yeah. But uh, I think this is just some kind of flaw in the movie that he's saying, we're clones. Don't you know that? I, I I actually I didn't feel that way. I I, okay. I I felt like when he made that when he makes the discovery right away and then tells the other clone, you know, what what the deal is, I I feel like he probably would would come to that conclusion real quick just because of what he's been through. Okay. Um he's he's been out here by himself except for w- with this computer for 3 years. He's probably totally on the brink already. And when he makes that discovery, he's just like I get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. Now I see he probably doesn't know the overarching conspiracy about how there's been like six of him before that. Yeah. But he probably knows right away they've got this other me and they were just waiting for me to die, waiting for something to happen right. to me and they're going to replace me right away. Yeah, that that could be it too. And you do see like the the original Sam yeah. is dying yeah. because his contract's almost up. Right. He starts basically deteriorating oh, yeah. in just front of us, going you know, his teeth are right. falling out. He mm-hmm. can't he's puking up blood, you Yeah. Know, he can't even move. Right. And the the whole kind of <clears throat> tension they build in is there's a rescue ship coming uh-huh. to get, you know, the original, right. you know, the first Sam yes. that we meet that's yes. dying. Yeah. Uh, he's going back home because he's injured and all this shit. But what really it is, it's a death squad coming in. <laughs> yeah, you they're going to kill Sam. That's, that's what, what they're doing. The second right. Sam realized, like, they're they're coming to kill us, yes. man, because yes. we know what's up. Right. Right. And then they're just going to hatch a new clone and nothing ever happened. Yep. You mm-hmm. know? So that's the whole gist of what happens now. They're right. trying to get around this situation right and they eventually come up with a plan that one of them will ride one of these helium three capsules like yes. back to earth right and break the news exactly because yeah. that's what that's what sam's the, the primary job is not only to to make sure the harvesters are okay but then whatever they harvest they they they, they put into these pods which he then launches to earth and then earth uses them so he's gonna yeah he's gonna uh sketch a ride yeah on on one of these pods and uh you know this is a great movie. Yeah, it's okay. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, eventually, they get Gertie to help them with it. Yeah. Because you don't really know where Gertie stands this whole... We could talk about Gertie now. Yeah, let's talk about Gertie. We don't Gertie. really know where he stands. In right. Because, you know, he's programmed mm-hmm. by the company. Yeah. You know, he's there to help out. You know, you don't... Is this guy like a Hal? Is he going to preserve what's going on by destroying you? Like, uh-huh. I don't know what... What to think of them at first? Well, I mean, and that's that, that's the first thing that comes to your mind mm-hmm. as the viewer. We've all we have seen two thousand one too often, yeah. Um, and we immediately think of Hal when we find Gertie, and you're thinking throughout the whole movie, he's going to mess with. He's gonna he's gonna like like screw up Sam's plan somehow. Right. He's going to do something sinister. Um, he's going to like listen in when he's talking to the other clone. Yep. He's going to like, uh, you know, this does not help our mission, Sam. He's going right. to do something like that. Right. And uh, like this movie, unlike 2001 has a lot of faith in technology. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it looks at technology as something that we can use. That's useful to us. Even in times of great stress and like real terror, we can utilize technology to get ourselves out of it, mm-hmm. which is a really kind of beautiful way to look at technology. Uh, the something that I wasn't even 
you know my stance on these things. Right. I've 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 you know like come to embrace it a lot more in recent years. But like I I never even considered that that if I had a sentient robot, he doesn't necessarily have to be evil. Right. Right. You know. You know. <laughs> or and, overly pragmatic. Exactly. And I think he says even in there, he's, uh, the original, the first Sam. We'll call him first Sam, yeah, second Sam. Right. Right. Because uh, the original Sam is a totally different thing. Exactly. We have no idea yeah. how. Yeah. Yeah. We don't right. know how long this has been going on. <laughs> yeah. Really. Well, you get a time frame towards the end of the movie. Yeah, that's true. But um. Right. First Sam says the girl. <laughs> uh, why are you helping me? Yeah. Yeah. Just or he says, point blank. "Why are you doing right. this?" Right. Because do? he does right. help him, and he's not reporting him no he's not you know because you know he can communicate live with totally he doesn't say anything about this nope why are you doing this he says well i'm programmed to help you you know yeah basically like that something like that right i'm helping you guys that's my job yes Uh, that's you you guys want to do this i'm gonna help you that's pretty cool (sighs) that is really cool i know it's awesome and it it shows like like what you can do if if you if you are a a good enough programmer you really can program something that is going to know what to do in these situations right right um it's i'm programmed to help you it's pretty cool right (laughs) he should totally be in the company's pocket he's not right you know it's amazing and uh like what happens if they all get caught what are they going to do to gertie you know what happens to him who knows if you know, if, if Gertie is as smart as we think he is, then unless he was programmed to feel pain, he knows that, well, they're just going to shut me off. And what do I care? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not alive. You know, yeah. so, so what, 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 I don't have any skin in this. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I know that what Sam is doing is right. And I know that he's been screwed over. So I'm going to help him instead. Yeah. And, you know, Gertie has probably seen every single Sam. He has. Yes. You know, so right. he knows what's going on. Yes. Who knows if he's developed some kind of, you know, intelligence while Absolutely. he's been up there or anything, right. but right. the whole time, it's the same thing. He sees it happen over and over again, yep. and this time, things are different, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's never been two clones out at the same time. <laughs> that's man. right. Oh, yeah. This is never. all brand new for And Gertie. that's why right. all this is happening. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, eventually, they come up with a plan. I guess second Sam does. Yeah. Because uh, first Sam can, can hardly even walk anymore, right. you know? It's basically... We're going to get a, new, a third clone out, put him into the rover, because they're going to expect <laughs> to find a rover, and then you're going to, Sam 1, you're going to go back to Earth, and you're going to see your wife again. Yes. And I'm going to stay here. Clone right. 2, I'm going to stay here. Right. Because they are expecting us to have someone here. Yes. Gertie told them. Yes. So that's the plan. Uh, turns out, Sam 1's like, we can't do this, man. I'm dying. Yeah. You know? And it, it basically... Put me in the rover. I'm dead anyways. Right. You go home. Third clone stays here. Third right. clone doesn't even know anything that's going on right, right now. So he'll be none the wiser. Exactly. And Gertie ain't going to say anything. Nope. You know? Nope. That's the plan. <laughs> and, you know, it comes down to the wire uh-huh. from the rescue ship, and eventually it works out and all this crap. Yep. And it's it's a pretty good ending. He goes home, and apparently he breaks the news, and... The stock market falls and all this shit. <laughs> right. Like stock price for the company falls. You hear just a couple like news headlines yeah. briefly. It's not like right. a big um, epilogue or is it an epilogue? Yeah, epilogue. Uh-huh. I always get them mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this huge epilogue. It's just like while the craft is going to earth, right. you hear these little snippets. Right. And you're like, right. oh, cool. Happy ending, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, this wasn't a Charbonneau ending, and I no, was I was fully expecting this. <laughs> you know, like like, <laughs> and I mean, I, I it was so welcome too. I was just like. Uh, like there, there, there's, there's this movie is filled with incredible, like, uh, thrilling conflict and everything. But like at the end, it's so happy because it's like, uh, 
like even even when they're not showing it, like you said, just audio snippets of like you know news headlines or whatever. Yeah. Um, you don't see any of it. You just see like Sam hurtling through space. That's so cool. Yeah. And 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 really, if if this did happen, and and the astronaut makes it back into the Earth's atmosphere and like exposes Lunar Industries for what they're doing, this is how it would go down. Yeah. In the epilogue, there's no nothing about like you know guard like warning us against artificial intelligence either right uh because it's already been established that gertie uh has been programmed even though it's 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 a it's a computer totally helps sam throughout the entire uh and even asks sam yeah. to reboot him so that he doesn't even have the the the, the chance to like give it and, away and gertie brings that point up he says if someone checks my memory bank they're gonna find out what happened yes you need to clear my yes, memory exactly it's right. his idea. It's his idea you know? completely. That's great. Right. I know. I mean, he's helping him right. by having him erase part of his own memory. <laughs> right. That is that is something right there. That and is such a good It's touch. so cool. <laughs> and, and and like the other thing too is that, that Gertie's physical, uh, like, you know, the apparatus. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. It's not, it's not futuristic at all. It looks like a big desk hog computer that's just yeah. on wheels. Yeah, it just hangs from the ceiling like yes. on a track. Yeah, and exactly. moves around. And, right. And it's really nice touch because he's kind of like dingy and dirty. Yeah, from he like, is. He's got post-it tray. Him. There's right. post-it notes like <laughs> tape, like ripped paper yeah, with tape. Right. Coffee stains. Like yep. there's a little shelf you can put a coffee mug. Exactly. Like, you can see, it's just dirty. Right, right. right. <laughs> and he's got like and the 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 out the only time the only like um I guess mode of communication other than his voice that he has there's a there's a very small screen in front that has like a smiley or frowny face that yeah, goes yeah. up and down you know depending on what Gertie's mood is yeah yeah um and and like that 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 little touch is uh like as as you're expecting Gertie to, to to turn sour at some point and to turn evil yeah. when, when when that frown face doesn't go away for a while you're kind of getting scared like yeah. is this the time when Gertie turns on Sam and he never does yeah and and it's um god it, it's it's really great <laughs> isn't it a refreshing totally thing? Like, man man yeah yeah, it, it gives me such faith in in like just technology of all kinds right, yeah this movie has a lot of hope yeah. man like yeah. you can you can do something. Yep. You know, yep. you're in this impossible situation. <laughs> right. Like, not everyone's going to screw you over. No. Nope. Even though you expect it. Total. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Even in the most hopeful situation. It's not a person. It's a computer. But right. people will surprise you. Yep. With their generosity. Yes. And helpfulness. Yes. Like, it's a positive message. That's it's right. Th- th- this movie has a lot of faith in people and technology. It, it's a great science fiction film. Because mm-hmm. lots of science fiction you see is... Either action or horror. Oh, yeah. Really. It's hard to find a sci-fi movie like this. Right. Right. And my favorite scene in this movie is when first Sam, Mm -hmm. uh, he goes out in a rover with like a telephone communication thing, a video phone. Yeah. And they they realize that there's these towers jamming their communications outside of the base. Uh So first Sam drives past it and he gets a connection to earth yeah. like a direct instant communication the live link, link you know? right mm-hmm. yeah he's got skype going right. <laughs> and he calls his wife yep he puts his hand over the camera so they can't see him yeah which is probably a good idea cuz he's falling apart man oh yeah and uh, this young woman answers and he asks for his wife and she's like well she passed away like 8 years ago or yeah. something crazy like that right Sam Rockwell does such a great job. His performance is great here in this scene. Like, imagine that, you know? Yeah. You're dealing with all this clone shit? Exactly. And then you call oh. your wife's dead? Oh, my and God. Then his daughter is the girl who answered. Yeah. And he asks how old she is. She's 15. Yeah. Last time he saw her alive in person, she was probably not even one years old yeah. yet. Yeah, she was an infant. Yeah. Right. That's how long this has been going on, man? Right. That's crazy. I know. And then 
you hear another voice, mm-hmm. and it's a man saying, yes. like, who are you talking to? It's like, oh, someone's calling for mom, mm-hmm. dad. Right. So the original Sam is back at home with yeah, his that, family. That's Sam Rockwell's voice. Yeah. Yeah. So the, there was a guy who went to the moon, yep. or he was just cloned to do right, this. Right. Who knows what the Exa- real thing. Oh, my God. There's so much going on. I know. Like, did Lunar Industries just create this other clone? Right. Right. And Sam, there's a the real original Sam is there at home. Yes. And so first Sam is just broken up, man. Right. Like Because he thinks he's the Sam. Exactly. And he, all he wants to do is get home. Yeah. And he's... It's... It's been this long, and they've been fucking with them for this long. He is besides himself. Oh, I know his 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 mind is 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 like just just jello right now. Yeah. I know. yeah. I, I, it's a, I could only imagine what you'd be going through if something like that was happening to you, man. And you're three hundred thousand miles from home. Yeah. And you're 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 in a place where where you know you can't just like quickly solve the situation, and all you need to do to end this suffering is just open up that hatch. You know, and and you'll just suffocate in you know about twenty five seconds. Exactly, um, you can just end it. Like exactly, that. right. And and most people would like mo- like almost every even even if the real Sam Rockwell was was in the situation, he probably would. Just like you <laughs> yeah, or I would. Yeah. Be like, okay, this is too much for me. Screw this. Exactly, Gertie. Yeah, open the airlock. <laughs> that's right. And that's when Gertie would turn evil. <laughs> yeah, Gertie. I'm afraid ha, I ha, exactly. Ha. I'm afraid I can't do that. Get that red devil like emoticon face <laughs> yes, on the screen. That's right. <laughs> Oh, and and like, and then it says L O L. It says S M H. And then the little head, the smiley face yeah. is turning back and forth. That's right. Um, you know, and and I, I guess the only time that like uh, Sam, right before he reboots Gertie, he does correct Gertie in one assumption of. It, it reminded me of we were talking about whole, the whole thing with the phone call, the Skype call to his daughter. Uh-huh. Um, is that like, you know, Gertie is talking about all the clones and Sam says, uh, Gertie, we're all human beings. Yeah. You know, um, because it, it, when I when, when he first makes that that uh, that video call to his daughter um, and, you know, you hear Sam Rockwell's voice in the background, I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe if Lunar Industries sent the real Sam back home and they've just been cloning him for the last 50 years, is that really that bad? But... Yeah, it is. Because like yeah. all these clones aren't just artificial replicants. They're all like right. living, breathing people. They're not machines. No. They're they're, they're real people that exactly. they're just offing at, at the end of three years. Whether they let the real Sam live or not, like yeah, what they're, they're doing not is not ethical. Evil. No, it's not. Not ethical not at, all. at all. Exactly. What they're doing is horrible. It's one of the worst things you can think of. Exactly. It's like they're committing murder every three years. That's right. That's right. I mean, you can't justify that. No. Or we're powering the Earth, seventy percent of the Earth is powered by our operation here. Yeah, well, we can kill a clone every now and then. Sure. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Just to no. save, just I mean, and, and like, I, I, I guess that's another piece of of the of the whole conspiracy is is like you can you can actually think of a company of a board of directors of, of like you know directors of finance actually yeah. having this thought and they say you know like hmm you know it's not really that bad we'll just let this we'll let the real guy come home and no problem and we'll just you know like make a copy of him and just kill him every three years yeah. who cares nobody's gonna know and we won't have to pay any employees right and nobody knows i bet on earth uh, it's a fully automated operation. Absolutely, nobody no. knows about Sam no. on this station. The the even the, though Sam's presented that everybody knows. Uh, yeah, the Earth has no clue. Nobody knows that someone's up there. 
They, I don't think they can know. No, no, they probably no. Exactly, they probably not. Otherwise, they'd be expecting someone to come home. True, that's right. Mm-hmm. Unless they have another guy locked in a cage for three years on Earth, which I doubt that's right. happening. Right, exactly. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now it just got scary again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corporations, everybody. Oh man. Woo. Yeah, that's way worse than you know, like sentient computers. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, business is definitely yeah. scary. <laughs> Well, imagine just like what Enron's did and shit. Oh, That's God. scary. And they're not even killing clones. Exactly. I know. As far as I know. I know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, it, it's. It, I guess. I guess for for all of its um for for all of its you know kind of benevolent and and really respectful way of of I guess portraying humanity and technology, it still has that cynicism of you know this is how big business works. Right. Right. Which you can't really shake. It's going to be an ever present thing. Absolutely. Until we reach Star Trek, I yes, mean, correct. we're going to be like that. Right. That's right. It'll always be there. Uh huh. We're going to be like the Ferengi. That's right. <laughs> yes. All profit, man. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. I guess uh, let's recommend this or not. Yeah. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. Dave, recommendation? Uh, yeah, I would recommend it highly. Um, I, I think this is a, a highly original piece. And, um, you know, when you, when you have really well done science fiction like this, it can speak to so many themes uh, that the stuff that we talked about, big business, technology, um, you know, just society in general, w- when it's done well, like that really well done science fiction is always speaking on these themes. Yeah. Um, and, and this is a, a perfect example of it. And, and a really uh, Sam Rockwell is awesome as just carrying this film. Yeah. Everybody should see it. Well, and, and just, just alone, like, the two clones at the same time from a technical standpoint yes. like oh my it God. is great oh yeah you don't feel like there's two i mean you don't feel like two takes are going no. on simultaneously you feel like there's two guys interacting like it's yes. it's some kind of achievement there it's great oh, it's, it's very it's, it's completely seamless very good duncan yeah. jones did a great job with this film and he actually wrote it and directed it that's right he wrote it for sam he did it was created some, yep, for he sam made rockwell. it for sam rockwell yep. and uh definitely mm-hmm. well worth it i would recommend this film yes yeah it, it is fantastic it's yep. a great piece right so let's wrap the show up mm-hmm. if you like what you heard please subscribe to our show in itunes rate it review it and share it tell all your friends about it because i know they will love us just as much as you do <laughs> right. um if you don't like itunes we're also on stitcher radio and soundcloud is where our episodes are hosted uh, and you can go to dudesonmovies.com if you'd like to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Dudes on Movies. And if you go to Facebook, we said this last week, make sure to hit that like button. Uh, mm-hmm. that'll, that'll, you know, more likes we get, the higher profile the show. Um, you can also email us at dudesonmovies at gmail.com and uh, just drop us a line about anything with movies. Uh, you yeah. know, we, we'd like to hear what you think about everything. Yeah, so. definitely. And um, next week's episode is going to be pretty special because the new star wars movie is coming out oh yeah so we decided we're gonna talk about 2002's episode two attack of the clones get ready uh, yeah get ready y'all. get ready for this one <laughs> and on behalf of dave and myself we are your dudes thanks for listening <laughs> we'll see you next time <laughs>